Yo, what's happening, everybody? This is Jerome checking in for the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. I think we're on volume number 179. Um, We're just going to get right into the bullshit. It took me a while. Um, I pondered on this about why was I going to cover this, right? And I want to be clear. I am black first. I talked about this on our podcast. I talked about just yesterday on how important it is for us to see proper representation of what black success means. Pure black success, not toxic, not a black man with a gun, not someone that's talking about moving drugs, this and this and this. I'm talking about pure blackness. Talk about pure black successful families creating generational wealth. So, and I know some of you are thinking like, dang, Jerome, that's kind of repetitive. Why are you actually leading off your show like this? Mind your business, first of all. And second of all, I want to make some examples of what we don't do as black people first. In regards to the feminist movement. Right. We have black people, not only black women, but And this is just something that I also have to know. That's a lot of black men in the feminist movement. I mean, and they're over there pumping their fingers. I mean, pumping their fists. No, no, no. You will not. You will not. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. The LGBT movement. Black and white. I mean, black women and men are part of this. Some are actually telling other people and other, you know, and our children, you know what? You could decide whether you are a girl or a boy. Unfortunately, these people that they're communicating this to are young girls and young boys. Get mad at me if you want, right? That are black. Get mad at me if you want, right? But we're looking at the results, okay? Then we have people in the Black Lives Matter movement. It's black and white, I mean, black women and men. When I told y'all that shit was a fraud because we're not really addressing the black on black crime that's happening in our neighborhoods and then we just go to see it's like an onslaught of black murders within rappers, young rappers. It still wasn't enough, but no one wants to talk about that. And then when they got the 90 million dollars, we don't know where the money went. They had to put out a report. But where is that? I told you they was fraud. Then with the voting system on both sides, we have Democrat and Republican, black and white people. I mean, black women and men. Oh, oh, no, no, they're racist. No, they're not right. No, they're to the left. All of this other shit. Then we have people like me who are economics freaks. Well, hold up. Let me rephrase. Let me track that. Economic enthusiasts. Encouraging black people to build from within. We still have black women and men. In this area, too. I mean, and there's so many different areas. 
have different spirituality groups. We are dividing ourselves from um, because of demographics, right? Well, not demographic. Um, in regards to location within the United States, well, demographics as well. Demographics as well. Whether you're rich or poor, whether you're in the middle class, you know, your education. All of these things are going on, but we're missing out on one thing. Uniting black people all across the United States first. And see, this is something that's really, really unique about black people in the United States. And I really haven't thought about this a whole lot. But if you look at any other country that have people of African descent, they're not really talking about uniting with the rest of the African diaspora. That's a whole nother show, but I, I just wanted to point that out. Or maybe I'm just ignorant to the fact. So somebody could check me on that. Fact check me. I don't have a problem. But for the most part, we talk about uniting the most, but we are feeling the worst as well. <laughs> Probably one of the reasons why those people in other countries aren't talking about uniting is because they're already united with their group of people. So they don't see a sense of urgency to unite with the black people within the United States. Culturally, it's a cultural disconnect. And that's something else that's affecting us from being black first hitting the United States. There is a cultural disconnect from someone that lives in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and someone that lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. Culturally, there is a disconnect. Probably not a whole lot, but let's just say New York or Chicago. Culturally, it's going to take some time to catch up. There's a disconnect. All right. So now that I've made some examples, so what am I saying about being black first? And I've talked about this. Why is this so important? The importance of this is, is that if we are ignoring being black first. Then guess what? There is a power dynamic. That is taken away from us as a people because all of our energies are so spread out based upon our personal preferences when it really gets time for us to demonstrate power. Guess what? It could be immediately dissected. Because you could have. Certain people from over in this group, well, oh, we think about this and what about us? And oh, we think about this and what about us? And oh, we think about this and what about us? Or that's going against this and that's going against that. And we don't have enough nerves to say, hold on. Yeah, we agree with all that and all, but hold up. What? what, what? This is us right here. So that idea is just something that we think about, but really and truly, we really don't need it for our own people. And now let's get into the show. We are constantly having discussions about black women. 
and this almost fake illusion of power that they have. See, a black woman's power only goes so far until it's embarrassing. She will humiliate and emasculate a black man in his own home, in front of his family, in front of their children. And she will continue to do that in other places as long as it has something to do with the black man. Right. But as soon as she steps outside of the realm of the black man. That anger, that frustration, it doesn't go far. Right. Doesn't go far. I want you all to pay attention and tell me if you can see the difference between how black women are handled by the police. They're handled rougher. There is no lead way. There is no concern. There's not a sense of urgency in regards to safety. They are considered armed and dangerous in every single scenario. Uh -huh. Right? But see, here's where the black woman gets tricked because if she's involved in a situation with a black man, she knows that the police is going to side with the black man. I mean, her over the black man. And as a result of that, guess what? He's going to get even the lesser part of what she was getting. So they're going to be almost 20 times more aggressive with, her, with him. Nine times out of 10. And to some degree, this is satisfying. Oh, yeah. False sense of entitlement, false sense of power. So when we're talking about leading. Right. A black woman, that's why she feels so comfortable challenging a black man in regards to leading. Let's get into it today. I'm taking my time because I still haven't made it to the core of our discussion. Oh, yeah. Oh, so y'all only thought that I was going to focus on the black woman. What about the what about the political, the black political figure? False sense of entitlement, false sense of power. He knows that if the black people doesn't back him up, damn near 80% that he's done. He knows that. But he also knows that he's smart, intelligent, very charismatic, educated, handsome. And on top of that, this man can handle his own in any boardroom. Guess who's voting? Black women. That turns them on. Low key. To see a man that's well-rounded, communicated, of course. I'm, I'm the same way myself. I'm well-rounded. I can handle myself in any boardroom. 
Absolutely. As long as I have access to the information, it is going down. But see, once I was a community leader, haha. And I noticed that one, once I start talking about choices and power, I noticed that my that my false sense of entitlement was just through the roof. And really and truly, if I didn't have the economic backing, my power was little to none. Because I would have to do what? Depend on other people at all times. And I could be X'd out of any scenario. Why? Because I didn't have access to funds. To money. Of course, I found a way around that. And I started speaking about the power of social media. And how to start grassroots marketing campaigns and doing this and doing that. I had to find a way. But there is a it's still a false sense of entitlement because you still need a whole lot of people. Yeah. All of these things cause division, ladies and gentlemen. All of them. So now. Let me let you know some of the things that's been going on in our community that's been really dividing us. The LGBTQ community has been really has been really, really. Dividing us. Abortion rights has been really, really dividing us. Drugs has been really, really dividing us as a people. Broken homes. Another area of division, a false sense of entitlement. Do black women really want black men back in their life? Being the head of household, running their Making decisions for their children? What? Do they really want that? Ask yourself, do they really want it? Another sense of division. And we will fight against it. Child support system. All right. So without further ado, I said all of that to say this, right? Brittany Griner just got sentenced to nine years in prison for some THC oil in Russia. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's racist. But hold on, uh, Brittany. Let me let you know something. That black star power that you have. For being able to dunk. For being talented. Doesn't matter. The LGBT community and feminist movement. You being a Democrat. We're going to break these things down. Because guess what? This is what I'm talking about here.
Brittany Griner is a superstar, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Why is there not thousands or if not millions of women speaking out on her behalf? She's a feminist or allegedly is a feminist. Why isn't there a chance all the way around the globe? Free Britney. Free Britney. You want to know why? Because see, deep down, these people don't give a fuck about Britney. They give a fuck about her when it's convenient for them. When they, when their sector can rise in power and they need someone who is almost Britney's educated. She's charismatic. She can hold her own in any room. She knows how to conduct herself in any setting. Choose her. Choose her. Let her get the talking points and have her to deliver our message. Because, see, this is what we don't understand. When we connect with these outside groups, these outside groups don't reconnect with us. All of our resources is being poured directly into us. But guess what? Ask a feminist group about black empowerment and see what the hell they tell you. Oh, well, you know, we're not into that. That's kind of sketchy. But you guys are women, so that's different. You motherfucking right it is. Because guess what? The only reason and the only reason they're trying to connect with you is because... They know that they need a body over there. And for whatever reason, black women are used to be talented, thought-invoking people when it comes down to communicating a message. Mm-hmm. So, hell yeah, they're going to sing, they're going to cry for women's rights. <laughs> What they're not knowing is that, God damn it, they're not included. Hmm? They're not thinking. Because you want to know why? Because they're not practicing being black first. Because if they would, they would be like, you know what? This is what black women are going through. We can't speak for all women. This is what our community is suffering from. We can't speak for those people over there. We don't know what the hell they're talking about. We've been at the bottom of the totem pole our whole life. These women's heels have been on the top of our goddamn head. What the hell do we know about some damn feminism and women's rights? And y'all want us to abandon our families, abandon our men, and kill our children. Really? Just to say we a part of y'all? So we're going to X that out as be, even being an option. The LGBTQ 
community is global. It's global. Hold up, before I even get on the LGBT community. And what about the black men that's on the feminine movement? That's on the feminist movement. Jaw jacking and shit. Why the fuck ain't y'all on the front lines for Brittany Griner right now? Because y'all understand, you know what? That shit don't help. And the only thing that it does is it lifts you up when you're going against your own community. And it gives you that false entitlement. Like, yeah, you know what I told him today. But you don't got shit to say. And before I get off the damn feminist movement, hold on. How many black women go missing every damn day? Why ain't the feminist movement talking about that shit? How many black girls are being assaulted? Why ain't the feminist movement talking about that shit? You want to know why? Because that's strictly a black issue and they will cut you they will cut all they will reduce that platform that you have over there right they will reduce that damn platform that you got over there and show you that door a false sense of entitlement and you leaving out and now you got to come back to the same the same <laughs> the same community that you that you just was you know what i'm saying was telling what well, this and this is wrong and this and this is wrong. And you know what? These people don't give a damn about you. Yeah. Instead of trying to resolve it with your own people, instead of trying to resolve it and get a black solution resolved, you would rather go over there with some people that you don't even know, that have not invested not nothing into you. So now we can pretty much see why. Right? That the X is scratched through there. Uh-huh. Yeah. We can see why. Now, before I go to the LGBT community, community let me let you know something. Brittany Griner is also half black. She is an African-American. Let's make the connection. I'm not even talking about Russia. I'm talking about here in the United States. Who goes to jail more for marijuana? Black people. See, this is when all of that, you know what, we're going to make things fair, 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 fair comes through. When they constantly were moving the goalposts. See, they make things easier when it's their people. Yeah. So really and truly, the United States ain't trying to do shit anyway. Because it has something to do with marijuana, y'all. And, and, and I don't give a damn what nobody's saying. And somewhere in the back of somebody's mind like, you know what? This woman tried to sneak some weed into a foreign country. She deserved whatever they give her. Some people are thinking like that. 
And for the longest time, I had to say, you know what? I need to think about this intelligently. Because I'd be damned right now. If ain't nobody, if Russia is free of marijuana, <laughs> which we know that's a damn lie. Right. But see, she is also outside of the country. But now it's time to use our global resources. Yeah, our global resources to free that black woman over there. Where are the black voices now? See, we can we can we can tell everybody that Trump ain't shit. Oh yeah. But see, here's the difference between Trump and Biden. Right? When that black boy, when that black boy was overseas, Freddie Gibbs, and they was over there trying to prosecute his ass, Trump went and got him. Say what you want to, but he did. They freed that boy. A rapper, Freddie Gibbs. Look it up. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. I think it was ASAP Rocky. I don't know if it was Freddie Gibbs too. But I, but I know for sure ASAP Rocky was over there. And they were trying to give him the business. And Trump was like, nah, you got to let him go. Oh, yeah. See, it's a lot of propaganda going on. But you got to look at what somebody did. Now, look, hold on. <laughs> so with everything that's going on with the LGBT community, right? With all the black representation that's going on there, you would think that there would be someone in Russia or even a global movement around the United States, free Britney, with all types of these colorful rainbow uh, shirts and hats and bands and all of this type stuff. Free Britney, songs coming out and everything. See these people being quiet to the motherfucker right now? They quiet. You want to know why? Because, see, they understand. The LGBTQ movement was not about black people, y'all. They weren't, they weren't talking about the black gay people. Yeah, they weren't talking about these people. But guess what? We went, we went our ass right on over there, right? They went right on over there. Started singing with them and forming chapters and all this other type shit. Instead of trying to fix the problem in your own community and get things right with your own people. Don't go over there. Now, because see, now the message is being sent clear and directly. You know what? We don't give a damn if y'all is being hurt, killed, slaughtered. We don't give a fuck if you're not getting raises, if you're still getting denied for homes and home loans. We don't give a damn. We're not stepping up for y'all. Really and truly, we didn't really want y'all in, in our movement anyway until y'all made it popular. 
Black people is the one that made the LGBTQ community popular. And then these people just started just to flood, just all this type of shit. But oh, once one of your own is really, really, really in some trouble or your so-called own or somebody that you share the same, supposedly share the same value system with. Where y'all at? Nowhere to be motherfucking found. Hanging around the dry. <laughs> yeah. Hanging her out to dry. Isn't that a shame? So now this is when it comes back. To that false sense of entitlement, the false power that you have, the false um, idea of perception, perception versus reality. But the perception is, is that we could cling on to every damn thing and it gives us some form of satisfaction. Right. But the reality is that when it really comes down to it, we only got us. So now they trying to spin it and saying, well, you know, if she was a man, she'd be out. They ain't talking about the numerous amounts of white women and white men that damn near being caught on the same thing and, you know, and got out. United States just turned the key. Yep. Let her out. So now what this is coming down to is the perception of what is a black life valued. How much effort is being put into it? Not a lot. So now we have to come up and say, damn, you know what? Hold on. Um, and this is the where. Our community has to take accountability for this, too. Did y'all really think that I was going to talk about all of that and not hold our community accountable? <laughs> this is when our church leaders. She be saying, hold on, y'all need to bring my baby home. We don't give a damn what she represents. This is when the black women is going to need to stand up and be like, hey, hold up. She's one of us. We don't give a fuck the accountability system right now. Let her go. This is when the black men are going to need to say, hold up, hold up. Y'all did what? Y'all got a black woman internationally held? Over a few weed vapes? Hey, man, y'all tripping, bro. Let her go. <clears throat> right? Sounds cool, right? When the kids get involved. Free Britney, free Britney, free Britney. We're all on Instagram and all on Twitter. And then that's when our fake sense of entitlement and our fake power comes. Right. Because what did I say earlier? 
There's an economic component that comes down to this. And we start to realize that if we don't have that real loud marketing machine behind us sometimes, that algorithm is adjusted to hear our voice. Hmm. Some monkey rich being thrown in the game. Our voices are louder and more supportive. But how is it really going to go up against a world national power? Hmm. Wow. You mean to tell me that we're going to have to bind together and use our voice to go up against the world national power to free somebody? It's a weird feeling just even saying it. Because in the back of my mind, I'm saying, you know what? Are we really that what? Powerful. You want to know why? Because it's not being seen and demonstrated that people are doing things to be black first. We don't know what the power is. Because we're so used to sending our power over there, sending our energies over there. We're so used to marching. We're so used to doing this. But we're not doing everything on one accord. So we don't know. So then when it's really time to put up or shut up, we have a. You know. A half cooked piece of bacon with a too much of salt and just a little bit of pepper. Something that could have been good, but really ain't about shit. Because you want to know why? Because we're better at following directions. Than actually writing and executing our own. Because we're so used to looking at somebody else's ideas and saying, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. I think I'll do that. I think I'll do that. And just really doing what's best for us. And I'm not even saying standing up for Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner is the best thing. But goddamn it, well, I think we should give it a try. And when her little poor ass get back over here, sit her down and be like, you know what? Let me tell you something. Don't you ever in life on a public platform represent yourself against your people. This is what happens. So we don't have no other choice but to support her. She's one of us. Fuck you me. Can't let this girl sit over there for nine years. So now by hook or by crook, we got to do something. Yeah. But this is what, this is an example that shows perfectly what happens when you divest and other things that doesn't have anything associated or when it's taking power away from our own blackness, this is this is the result. This is the result. 
If you don't like it, I don't care. If you hate it and you think what I'm saying today is hate speech, so what? You soft. If you think what I said was alarming. Don't listen to my podcast again. If you're going if you're not going to be open. Like I said to y'all, the chicken and Kool-Aid podcast is not a what? It's not an echo chamber. Some of the stuff that you hear here, you're not going to hear everywhere else. And I got news for you. All of those people that are saying, you know, maybe she should come home. See, I just heard Ennis Canner, Freedom, the guy that's always going against LeBron James. Guess what he say? They was talking about trade swapping an arms dealer. He was like, well, yeah, I know Brittany's a person and she's an athlete, but that's just not a proper trade. That's not a fair trade. You know what, Ennis Canner, let me tell you something. You shut the hell up because your daughter... Or your sister or your mama is not trapped in a Russian damn prison. Mind your fucking business, Goofy. And that just goes to show somebody that's even about that. You, talk, you see what I'm talking about? The value of a black life. When it really comes down to it, these people really, really will do what? Show their true colors. Am I lying? He said this on Fox on Fox News. It's on YouTube. Look it up. Yeah. He's not interested in that woman's life. She's not black. He's not black. So that way, really low key, what he was saying is really and truly, I don't give a fuck if she come home or not. We're not. They need to find somebody that's on her level. Meaning they find a damn Russian here that's in jail for some marijuana and, and swap them out. Is he a fool? Like, seriously. <sighs> but, hey, man, y'all tune in. Y'all stay tuned in. Y'all share this podcast. Even if you don't like it, leave me the feedback. Cuss me out. Do whatever you need to do. If that's what makes you feel better. But we need to have these invoking conversations. Thought-provoking conversations. Yeah. We have to have them just so we could get on the same page. Thanks again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. I think this was volume number 178. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Volume number 178. And uh, man, it's definitely been a pleasure sharing this with y'all. Uh, y'all have a great evening.